fruits. Good morning from the traffic center. We are still rolling along in pretty good shape this morning. Only accident that we had was in Limestone County, 99 at Fort Hampton Road. That one should be long gone now. Streets a bit damp. You be careful on that ride in. Are you looking for ways to lower stress and boost immunity? The 2030 Fast Track Program can help. Find out how at 2030Huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Sometimes life is wonderful and sometimes it's not cherish the good but always be prepared for life's challenges private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical dental vision and even prescription coverage if you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35,000 or more give us a call at 800-626-4910 that's 800-626-4910 Life is like a sandwich. Birth at one slice and death is the other. I got uh, brown sandwiches and uh, green sandwiches. What you put in the middle makes all the difference. What's the green? See, the very new cheese are very old meat. I'll take the brown. This is Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. And we've already screwed it up. It's Ethan Woodruff, Executive Director of the uh, North Alabama Zoological Society. And um, I guess, uh, and Willie Nelson. Well, that's not a common name. (laughs) Uh, He was uh, research director. And you guys want to do what? (laughs) We're we're hoping to bring a zoo and an aquarium to Huntsville. So how did this thing start? Well, originally it started a a little over a year ago. Uh, I was uh, on a daddy-daughter date with my daughter. Uh, We were down at the Birmingham Zoo because we like zoos. And we were walking around and doing the, you know, look at the animals and everything. But I started to notice all the people. You know, you got these little kids running around, excited to show their parents, and the parents are being dragged along with the stroller. And and uh, and uh, you know, some moms were sitting there at the, for play dates and they were having fun. And so I just started watching these people and and seeing, you know, how happy they would be. And I was like. You know, they keep telling us Huntsville's growing. I wonder if Huntsville's big enough or could support a zoo. I think we really could use something like this. So, so what's your background? Oh, varied. <laughs> <laughs> I have a physics and math degree. Um, oh, darn! You're, you're, you don't you don't fit in here at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Neither way. You're you're yeah, really you're a aerospace. you're an engineer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> but I, okay. I worked uh, at a software uh, company for about 12 and a half years doing business development and marketing and consulting and, and sales and pretty much a jack of all trades. So, yeah. And I've been pretty pretty heavily involved in the research and development in science and technology business for most of my career. And so. so you've taken your life experience... And all of a sudden, what, what, what flipped? So what actually you were in, impressed with all these kids dragging their parents around the Birmingham Zoo. But how do you go from that to taking your talents and go, I think we're going to have a zoo. And, an, and not only that, we might do an aquarium, too. <laughs> how, how do you get from here to here? <laughs> I think the first thing you have to do is convince your wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> uh, so that was the first problem. And, and, uh, to do that, that's where our trade study and all the 
you know, we had to see if it was viable first. So you really, you're stepping back and taking a, you're looking at it like a sack of, a sack of potatoes. You have to, right? Oh, sure. I mean, there's obviously a passion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody, you know, people come up with great ideas all the time, and then you go, well, wait a minute, what are, how are we going to make it work? you got to do the that part. And I'm looking at all the stats and everything else. You guys know the successful zoos. You've run the numbers. In this process, when did the process start, and what have you concluded? So, it, it like I said, it started probably uh, June of 2019, and uh, that's when we started collecting the data and doing the research. And and a zoo is a business. Um, we're a nonprofit, but in order to keep the animals fed and all the animals happy, including the the, the animals that visit. Um, <laughs> the animals that visit. That's yes. a good uh, uh, that went right over my head for a second. Uh, <laughs> Try to slide that one in, but uh, you know it, it is a business, and so we need to make sure that we can succeed as a business. And so we did all the work, and and then on top of that, we're a nonprofit, so we have to look for uh, help from the community, and and we really do want this to be a community zoo and an aquarium so we want to involve them as much as possible so there's a lot of been a lot of efforts going into getting the community involved meeting with officials and locally and 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 talking to zoo professionals we we talk to uh directors of other zoos all the time and and such so willie uh, did you guys know each other before this so we didn't and so it's kind of now how did you guys come together on this well it's an interesting collaboration i guess you could say so so we had a I say we, we had a, a, another group that was, frankly, pursuing a standalone aquarium and, and aquatic research center. So you're uh, more on the aquarium side. So, so yeah, I've been brought more towards the middle, you could say. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so, so an aquarium is where, where the team that, that I was with was really fo- primarily focused on. And, again, we, we were really looking at, at, at an exploration of this region of, of Alabama in the, in, the, in the northern Tennessee Valley. And when you, when you really look at this valley in, in this part of, frankly, the United States of North America, it's truly amazing. We're exploding. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is. In population, in, you know, you have three and a half million acres of wetlands in this part, of, in this region of, of, of the United States. And the number of, of aquatic species uh, rivals the Nile in, in, in Amazon and other types of parts of the world. It's just, but I think it's so unknown. So, uh, so what, what you're saying is that when you say aquarium, you want to take native species Absolutely. and make them the centerpiece. I think so. And I think you walk, I think you walk, uh, um, your visitors and, and the folks when they come in the front door of this place through an adventure and an, and, and, a, and, a, and an understanding of the culture and the environment that they're in. And all the way from the northern Tennessee Valley down to the Gulf Coast. And if you really think about that, it's quite a contrast. Uh, you're just across this state. Oh, yeah. Uh, the number of endangered species uh, that we have in this in this state is, is staggering. Uh, more than than Mississippi, Florida, uh, Tennessee combined, just in wow. this state. But and we have so, a lot of st- we have a lot of variety too. We do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We absolutely. So we have a lot to, a lot to be going extinct. Oh, well, and that's the <laughs> yeah. unfor- that's the unfortunate part. The yeah. good part of having that, we also rank number one in terms of of, of extinctions of some of these species. And so, the conservation na- nature of, of of what we're trying to do is so important as well. And so, I would just say, we we I my and the team originally started with an aquarium approach. Um, we had heard that another team was. 
was looking at doing in a zoo with some aquatic uh, aquatic uh, uh, nature. And so we thought, hey, let's reach out to this group and see what we can do together. And then there are, then there's a 501c3 because you got to have that because you're a nonprofit. Uh, more with uh, Ethan and Willie coming up. How this comes to fruition. We'll talk about that. They're with us for the hour. Stick Where around. Huntsville comes to talk. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. Under Armour postponed the launch of its latest project, Rock Gym Training Shoes, in the wake of the shooting of a black man by police in Wisconsin. The shoe line's namesake, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, said the delay was out of respect for Jacob Blake, who was shot by police in Kenosha. Johnson, a former WWE world champion and one of the world's highest paid movie stars, fronts one of Under Armour's biggest brands. Coronavirus has left many people uncertain about their economic future. It's also given some of them an appetite for playing poker. Flutter Entertainment said a surge in online gambling helped push sales up 22% in the first half of 2020. Average daily gaming customers grew 70% at its Poker Stars division in the second quarter when economies were frozen by lockdowns. CEO Peter Jackson says people stuck at home rediscovered their love of poker. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. It's Super Saturday at Kohl's. Take an extra 15% off on top of great sale prices. Kids tees are just $7.65 and under. Get 50% off Fila backpacks and get up to 60% off home must-haves like curtains, rugs, and throw pillows. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, fast and free store pickup. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Offers valid through September 2nd. 15% off with promo code Let's Go. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. And now all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing on all smart beds. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. The Humidor Pipe Shop's a great place to hang out with friends, enjoy a good smoke, and people that appreciate pipe tobaccos, cigars. Good, friendly atmosphere. You can smoke inside. The camaraderie of sitting around here and just visiting with friends and enjoying a nice cigar. It's amazing the number of business transactions that you'll see occur in here. I enjoy coming down here. It's the only place you can really come to go smoke a cigar, buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys, catch up on the day's politics. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. You really want to help? During the pandemic, domestic violence has increased and is a serious concern. Ray of Hope has proven to help victims of domestic violence for 15 years with safe houses, crisis hotlines, and counseling. Real services, real help. Each dollar you give to a Ray of Hope HSV on GoFundMe is worth 10 grant dollars. If you truly want to help your community... This is the way. Go to Array of Hope HSV on GoFundMe to help now. Probably, I mean, some people in this audience are going, yeah, these guys are going to do a zoo and aquarium. Right. 
<laughs> I've heard that before. Um, you've yeah, heard we, that before. Heard, we get that occasionally. Um, we have Willard Nelson, who is, uh, let's say, your research director. And executive director is uh, is Ethan Woodruff. Ethan Woodruff. Well, I should say that carefully. Uh, he's executive director of the uh, North Alabama Zoological Society. All right, so so people think, okay, yeah, they're going to do. We got we got we got Grassmeyer at um, Nashville, which I've been to. Birmingham Zoo, been there, yep. you know, countless times. Probably as my child is now in her mid thirties. <laughs> um, but we, you know, I've been to aquariums. The Tennessee Aquarium is is kind of beautiful. like like beautiful place. Like yeah. Willie, you were talking mm-hmm. about. It's a lot of native species as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were saying you do, you want to create something here that showcases local in both the zoo and the and the aquarium lo- local area habitats and, and animals. But at the same time, you don't want to compete with these other ones. You want to complement them. How do you do that? Well, that that is the engineering challenges two engineers would say. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the answer is it depends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, each each place—Birmingham, Nashville, Chattanooga—they have their signature exhibit or animal or what makes them special. And and that's the key is we got to figure out what makes us special. Have and, you figured that out? Uh, to some expense. Uh, like I was telling you a little bit before, our first phase of opening, uh, we plan to have three major exhibits. Um, the first one will be kind of the domestic animals. Okay. Now what's uh, a domestic? <clears throat> so your, <clears throat> excuse me, your goats, your donkeys. Okay, your, so farm animals. Farm animals. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me again. Uh, and then we also want, as Willie was kind of talking to, uh, you know, the, the biodiversity in Alabama is just uh, so rich. And so we want to showcase that. And so the idea is, is we're going to take these aquatic and land wildlife and intermix them like you would see in Alabama. And so we want to create an exhibit that allows us to do that. But, you know, one of the things that makes us unique is our um, engineering and technology and, and such. And so... When you look at animals and how they're uh, in that environment, especially in the Rocket City, you think about, well, space. And so our third exhibit is going to center around that. We'll look at how animals have helped humans in our conquest of space. And so we plan on... Uh, like Miss Baker. Like Miss Baker. Exactly yeah. like Miss Baker. Okay. And so we, so our plan is to have uh, macaques and spider monkeys from, you know, Miss Abel and Miss Baker were a macaque and a spider monkey. And uh, and then also look at you know other things that have been in space and and have a nice exhibit talk about really give honor to these animals that did this that many of them actually sacrificed their lives they didn't choose to we yeah. kind of took it upon ourselves yeah you're, kinda, but, you're going on a mission and uh, <laughs> we're not to tell you anything well you wouldn't know anyway <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and so we 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 wanted to kind of give honor to that um, to what they've done for us in in that respect and and educate our our youth and our, our kids and our public about that. And so that we find that would be another unique thing. Um, as we go forward, we'll have um, more exhibits uh, from, you know, looking at other exotic animals in other places. Typically, a zoo and aquarium, they, they focus on a location, a modern zoo. They focus on a location like Asia or Africa. We want to go a little bit deeper than that. Uh, so we want to look at 
national parks or preserves or conservation areas in those regions and focus on so I, I just use the example of uh, Kruger National Park. I've always wanted to go there. It's in Where's South, this? In South Africa. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you see it on TV, and they do these safaris and, and stuff. Um, but what if I could help bring you there in some form, and you could see the animals there, and you can see how important the conservation is uh, of that area is being done through these national parks and these preserves and these conservation areas. And so we want to kind of look at, these little micro ecosystems and uh, and focus in, the, in on that. Back to the business side of this. Mm-hmm. Um, zoos have been, you know, some have been on the ropes, some have almost gone under, some have not come back. Uh, Birmingham had its problems. Um, it senses um, habitats have become more important, natural habitats for the animals, animal treatment. Uh, you always have the PETA people out there saying, "Any, you know, we need a free, we need to run it on the freeway so they'll get run over." It never made sense to me, but uh, you, you've got to, in looking at this and doing all the research, d- did you look at the struggling aspect of a lot, a lot of zoos and what they overcame, and and what's the what's the magic, what's the secret sauce that makes some of these? I'm looking here at um, one of the. Um, well, you, you you list some of these zoos, Tampa's uh, zoo. You've got the Omaha Zoo, which is, um, I guess, in in the national rankings. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, San Diego. Everybody's heard of the San Diego yeah. Zoo. Yeah. Um, what are the what has made them what they are? Well, it, it kind of depends. I mean, if you look at uh, Tampa and Cincinnati and, and San Diego, they have a huge population base to support them. Plus, you, they're they're you know they're kind of destinations for visitors, right? You know, Huntsville has that a little bit with the Space and Rocket Center, um, so that's very helpful. Um, but yeah, you're right. One of the things that we first looked at was okay, we had to be successful. We have to be you know in times of struggles and stuff, we have to still be able to sustain ourselves and keep going because it's not like a museum where I can just shut the door and and you know come back a little bit later and open the door and all my exhibits are going to be there. I have animals I got to take care of. They got to be fed. They got to be. They <laughs> yeah. have. You, know, you got vet bills. You have everything. Exactly. Right? And so it's kind of like here, whether we sell a dime <laughs> worth of advertising, we still have to keep the lights on. Exactly. <laughs> well, certainly you're not going to float the entire um, zoo and or aquarium on on research, but but the research arm, and that's one of the things I'm mm-hmm. uh, to talk to, is a fundamental back, bedrock to some extent of a lot of these. Uh, zoos and aquariums, and they, they sometimes that doesn't come out to the casual visitor. Um, in some cases, the attraction element is is more of it. But but quite frankly, and, and I think Zoo Tampa and others um, have an incredible research uh, uh, again bedrock and arm to them, and we intend to try to do the same. And so, from an aquatic standpoint, is really where where my head was focused initially, and we're broadening that to wildlife rehab as well, um, and and uh, in, in, in looking at potentially some signature animals that that really need that extra. Research. Rehabilitation. So what I'm getting from you, if I, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, is we got the U.S. Mason Rocket Center, one of the biggest attractions in the state, in fact, probably the southeast. We want to be and, not necessarily, we want to be, we want to add to that. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's, absolutely. that's kind of the... Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I would throw in uh, you the potato. Ride the coattails, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. But, but again, be another reason to come to Huntsville. Well, to think about it, too, you also have botanical gardens, you have the museums downtown, the children's museums. I mean, there's a lot of stuff 
to attract visitors to, to pull off 65, and, and I say turn right or turn left. And you so know, this is yet another uh, opportunity for them to experience something that they wouldn't experience otherwise. You know, we have people in our audience probably going, what, this is a harebrained idea, what are these guys thinking? I moved up here in, the, uh, we came back up here in the mid-'80s, and had spent uh, about a half a decade in Birmingham, and had spent gone spent a lot of time at the zoo and the botanical gardens down there. And I remember when they were talking about starting a botanical garden here, mm-hmm. and I had just moved from there, and 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 Birmingham did a nice job with that. And and the words coming out of my mouth when somebody said, "Oh yeah, Huntsville's going to have a botanical garden," I said, "Yeah, right." Mm-hmm. You know, and and we look now, and it rivals. A lot of these other ones, oh, you know, oh, but, but there was that sticking to it and and doing the business plan and and knowing what people wanted and getting that buy-in, right? No, you're exactly right. That that it, you can only get so far on passion, you know, but but you still but you must have it, uh, and 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 really, this is where the community can help. I want to uh, get to that part because I think that's is there buy-in because you're going to need the convention, but there's visitors bureau. You're going to need mountain lakes. You're going to need yeah. cities and towns that want to the want to want to buy into the project, right? Not not necessarily money wise, but at least effort wise. So right? I found out that it's it's not hard to sell a zoo and aquarium. Everybody, All right, everybody's like, that's great. We'll talk about that more with Ethan and Willie coming up. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on WTKI. We're still looking for wrecks. We haven't found anything. That's good news. That can change quickly, though. You definitely want to be careful on your trip in. Right now, though, the ride looks pretty decent. Is that mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodin, an easy-to-use oral device, insurance-approved for sleep apnea and snoring. 350-CARE or RandallSandlin.com. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI easier here. Honda of Decatur. It's easier now. Honda Summer Clearance. It's better on the Beltline with .9 during clearance time. .9 financing for up to 60 months on remaining select 2020 Hondas or 1.9 for 72 months. Say goodbye to the 20s. Honda Summer Clearance. Huge discounts. So why go there when it's easier here? Where the savings are always greater. HondaofDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. With approved credit through HFS. Not all will qualify. The Alabama Securities Commission regulates the investment industry in our state. Financial professionals like investment advisors, stockbrokers, and their products must be licensed. Criminals disguise themselves as financial professionals to defraud Alabamians out of their hard-earned money. Investment fraud can mirror the latest headlines, like finding a vaccine for the coronavirus or rebuilding communities damaged by storms. If the person is putting pressure on you to act now, this is a huge red flag. If it sounds too good, Good to be true, it is. Protect yourself before you invest. Call 1-800-222-1253 to ensure that the person or company offering you the opportunity and their products are properly licensed. Again, call our investment hotline at 1-800-222-1253. Also, find free financial education material on our website at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. 
I'm not sure how much you ever get over the death of someone you love very, very much. Kay Jamison, professor of psychiatry at Johns Hopkins University on grief. I've been struck by how remarkably resilient people are. And the people that seem to be most resilient are the ones that reach out to help other people. I think they would say they have used that pain to help them move on. This glimpse of hope from the Mennonite churches. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. It may be the 21st century, but your home may be in need of an ancient upgrade. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and I'll share a lesson straight from the history books that could save your home from disaster right after this. Could your backyard use a makeover? You can create beautiful outdoor living spaces with Rumblestone from Pavestone. Create a paver patio or walkway, garden retaining wall, grill enclosure, fire pit, or even an outdoor kitchen. These rustic building blocks make it easy and they look great. Rumblestone from Pavestone is available at the Home Depot. And be sure to check out the project ideas and how-to videos at Pavestone.com. That's Pavestone.com. Historical records show that as far back as the 5th century B.C., warriors would defend themselves with a metal link mesh that we know as chain mail. And this very same concept is absolutely critical when it comes to your water supply lines. Replacing any rubber or plastic supply line that you may have with the steel mesh type lines could avert a water-soaked disaster. There are many stories of homeowners away on vacation or at work and the washing machine or dishwasher line suddenly burst causing thousands of dollars in damage. Steel mesh lines are many times stronger, resisting possible rupture and a very inexpensive piece of insurance that will protect your home today with an idea that's over 2,500 years old. I'm Danny Lipford with Tip for Today's Homeowner. What's a lever action? What's a pump? What's an automatic? What's a magazine? What are all these terms everybody's using? Hi folks, I'm Tom Gresham and I invite you to join me as we answer these and other questions on Gun Talk, the only show out there about gun rights, collecting, personal defense, sport and recreational shooting. And of course, we never forget about safety. Celebrate the Second Amendment Sunday afternoon at 1. Gun Talk on WTKI Talk. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides. Fried pickles, fried green tomatoes, hot stuffed peppers, mushrooms, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub. Stanley's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Follow Stanley's on Twitter for weekly specials. You can beat your toughest opponent. You can beat your best time in the mile. You can beat that old largemouth bass. The one thing you should never try and beat is a train. If a train is approaching, don't risk your life trying to beat it. Because beating the train is a deadly game. Drive safe, Alabama. 
Sponsored by ALDOT, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Where Huntsville comes to talk. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. A zoo? And an aquarium in North Alabama? Are you kidding? Well, apparently, uh, you got a couple of guys that have a passion for it, and they've done the research. And, and their numbers, too. Their numbers, guys. This could be interesting. Um, more of, about the future of that very thing, or both of them together, coming up. Every Friday, here we are, as usual, with my daughter, Anna, with the Huntsville Hospital Wellness Center. It's when people write stuff down... You really start realizing how much you really eat and how much you do everything else. Exactly. So a lot of people don't remember the donut that they had mid-morning when they want some sort of cake or chips mid-afternoon. And it just makes you see within a day what all you take in. It keeps you accountable to yourself or to a dietitian. If you have um, appointments with us, we always have our clients keep food diaries because it just really shows you where you're making your common mistakes, what type of food you're more than likely to overeat. And then we can look sometimes about timing of meals if you're going too long without eating and then having some subsequent overeating or maybe you're just not combining foods properly and you're not having enough protein and a high carb diet that's just kind of fueling that hunger it shows us all of those things so almost all foods are not bad for you the the multiple amounts of it are what's bad of for course. you of course right? and the food diary helps you be more portion oriented because we always want to know well how much of this food do you eat because sometimes you can eat great things but it's just in too large of a, a portion you can write it down on paper. There are a lot of free apps out there that you can use, like MyFitnessPal and Lose It. And, you know, it's just something to do in the beginning to really see where you need to improve, and then you can back off at some. I bet people are going to be surprised when they look at what they wrote down. Absolutely. It's amazing, Always shocked. Yes. <laughs> Tell folks how to get in touch with the Huntsville Hospital Wellness Centers. You can call us at 256-265-7100. Ethan Woodruff is executive director. Willie Nelson is research director for the North Alabama Zoological Society. Uh, it is um, they want a, they want a zoo and an aquarium, and people are going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now we were during the break. We were talking or going into the break. We were talking about well, you do polling and you find out well, would you go to a zoo? And that's kind of like I go back to 11 years ago, and I was saying, hey, if I buy this radio station, will you advertise on it? And, you know, a lot of people, oh, yeah, we'll support you. Then about half of them end up following through. But you get a lot of buy-in, I guess, but you've got to have it at so many levels with a project like this. You're serious. It's a 501c3. You're, you're doing the research. How long have you been putting all this together since the time you were there at the Birmingham Zoo, Ethan, and uh, watching these Kids being dragged around, you know, or parents. dragging their parents, yeah, parents around. Yeah. Was dragging who. yeah, the big animals were being dragged around by the little animals. But you you watch that, and this thing goes off in your head. And then, of course, Willie is involved in the aquarium side, and you guys end up together. And I guess this would be a project which would be one campus, oh, right? Okay. Absolutely. And I think I think what we what we'd like to do is get get the research arm going very early. Um, that's one of the things we're focusing on right now. 
uh, how do we, uh, where does that go? Where does that reside? We're doing some location and siting work uh, as well in the, in the local area. And so, so I think, you know, that's, that's where I'm trying to get, get an anchor going, get the research going. And then I think what we can do then is we can immediately get into uh, the community and begin to get that back and forth. So when you talk to, I don't know, Judy Riles, Convention of Visitors, mm-hmm. You, to, yep. you talk to them, yep. you talk to people like that, you talk to mayors, you talk yep. to both city councils, you talk to, you know, we got the, we got, right now we're in the trash panda phenomenon, <laughs> which is kind of interesting because they're, yeah. they've made all these millions off merchandising, they haven't thrown a pitch yet. And they're trying to do things in this, who, who figured the apocalypse into their business plan? I didn't. Um, but you, you so far have, what, what's the timeline? How long have you guys been working on this? Well, yeah, let me, let me kind of start. Let me kind of start back. Um, so a, a year ago this month is when we officially started as a corporation, nonprofit corporation. And so during that time, as you mentioned, we were meeting with the mayor and councilmen and uh, county commissioners and and uh, local officials of all sorts. Uh, we also, uh, to be a nonprofit, a, a successful one that people are going to trust, you also have to build up some other things. And and part of that is building up a board of directors. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing that. Uh, we're I think we're very successful in that. Um, we also have a staff. So Willie is our research director, but we also have an education director. We have a conservation director and a development director, which is very important because the development director oh, yeah. <laughs> who uh, helps uh, exactly. bring in some of that fundraising. Um, so right about January of last year, when you first originally contacted us, uh, we decided to let people know what we're doing, mm-hmm. and we put a bo- billboard up on North Memorial, and uh, that got us a lot of interest and a lot of support. And that was kind of one of the reasons for that was to get the get it out there, but also to see what the support was, and and it went crazy. I mean, in the first week, we had two hundred thousand people, uh, really, on Facebook. Just, wow! Yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, we were in shock. <laughs> I mean, we we thought it'd be imp- you know exciting and stuff, but we didn't realize the, the excitement at that point. Now it's then, since died down there, and then when we hit in COVID, you know, things got a little bit uh, harder. But uh, right around COVID is actually when we met Willie. Yeah, strangely and, enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started working through realizing that our plans were very similar. Mm-hmm. And so let's join forces here. And uh, and since then, uh, Willie, and we'd always thought about having the aquarium part and also the research part. But this gave an opportunity to really um, put some effort, a little more effort into that. Um, and I do want to drop back a little bit. Uh, in probably the last month or so, we've actually decided to split kind of the plan, and uh, we're going to have a research campus. So, and then we'll have a zoo. Uh, so they'll actually be ah, separate places. Ah, okay. This allow us to get going a little bit sooner on a mm-hmm. lot of projects. Uh, a zoo has to be nice and polished, and so it's going to take quite a bit of money, right, to get going. Whereas the research campus, with some initial investment. And uh, and working on grants and these other things that we can pull in, we can get that going a little bit er- sooner. So, if if I understand this correctly, the research side is is some serious research into animals. Absolutely. Yeah, we we, we and got then the, some. Then, then the zoo would be a byproduct show place of that research. Is that kind of how it would evolve? It, I think it, you'll see those come <clears throat> together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they, they. I don't think. I think they're inseparable. Quite frankly, I mean, but but I but to Ethan's point, you really you got to start somewhere. 
with something and, and really the, and, and to really kind of get the community involved. I think the re, getting the research, as, as he mentioned, with the grants, getting the faculty, getting the, the universities within the state um, excited and involved, uh, getting faculty again on board. And then we want to begin to work with the schools, begin to work with the, with the community, Let, bring them in. Uh, I think that's a unique feature that a lot of times you don't you don't see at some of these. Have you been to the what's the what's the little drive-through zoo down in New Hope? Is it still going? It is still going. The Army uh, uh, Safari Park. I, I think, think that's going. right. Yeah. yeah. What is there something to be learned with what they're doing? Either what they're doing or what maybe don't do some of the things they're doing, or is it? I I think that uh, there's something to learn from everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's a a you know the Safari Park down south in in uh, Owens, I think it's Owens Crossroads or something. Yeah, Owens there. Crossroads, yeah. yeah, down in that yeah. that area. Um, you know, we like we looked at the you know the big zoos and aquariums you know, in the big cities, uh, and I bring it back to that. We actually went to the zoos and aquariums that were in cities about our size. And as part of our research, we said, okay, well, between four hundred and five hundred thousand people in the metro statistical area, which that's where Huntsville fits. Out of those 20-some metro statistical areas, five of them don't have zoos, hmm. Huntsville being one of them, right? And so we're like, okay, well, let's look at for talk to people with zoos in those areas and see what they're doing. What is their magic sauce? You, got, you kind of pointed that out earlier. Yeah. We asked them, well, what's your magic sauce? Why are you guys successful? What keeps you in business? And so we've been collecting this and putting it together. And... Uh, and one of the things I think for our area, because we are such kind of science and techie worlds, we, we want to bring uh, another avenue of STEM to the area. And so the research is a good place for us to do that. But don't forget, we're going to, in parallel, we're going to keep working on the zoo stuff. We're, it's a parallel um, endeavor. All right. I want to get into uh, grants. That always good. Grants? There's money. Uh, get into that. <laughs> and I want to explore some of these metros that were similar in size. I'm looking at the list here. I think I've guessed some of them. Uh, more with Ethan and, uh, and Willie coming up. A zoo and an aquarium in North Alabama? Yeah, maybe. You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Good morning. Inbound traffic continuing to roll along in pretty good shape. Everybody's doing a great job this morning. No wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems to report. Are you hungry for sweet and spicy? Popeye's Hot Honey Chicken, a signature side of the buttermilk biscuit, five bucks. University in Jordan, 72 in Jeff and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. Got to do what we got to do, helping the people that are that did lose their jobs and lost their income, and now they don't have money for their food. It feels good to be out there to assist our community with what we're dealing with. It's what you sign up for as a soldier. We will not rest until the mission is complete. Each one of these soldiers, once they received the call, they understood that all hands were on deck. This goes to the core of what citizen soldiers do. We are your Army National Guard. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Always ready, always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. 
sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard, aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Again, 1-800-211-6137. Wonder if you should get tested for colorectal cancer? Well, it's the second leading cancer killer in the U.S. And screening helps prevent it. So if you're 50 or older, it's time. Even if it doesn't run in your family, most often colorectal cancer occurs in people with no family history. And it doesn't always cause symptoms, especially early on. So don't wait for symptoms to get tested. Screening helps prevent the disease by finding precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Screening also helps find colorectal cancer early when treatment works best. You might be thinking, oh no, not that test. But here's the thing, you have options. There's more than one screening test. Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses. If you're over 50, get tested. Because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Talk radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk. Well, hey, by the way, we're drinking uh, we're drinking Morning Sun this morning from our friends at Old Town Coffee, 511 Pratt Avenue. They can bring it to you through Grubhub, or you can just swing by and pick it up. Uh, and we, and I guess they can get bags just like we do, right? That Scotty brews for us. Uh, we're joined by Ethan um, Ethan Woodruff, who is executive director, Willie Nelson's research director of the North Alabama Zoological Society. Um, we have, um, I, I guess, the question is. You know, for people hearing, oh, yeah, zoo, be a, be great, I'd love to take the kids or aquarium, would it fly? And you guys, I guess, in in the year or so research you've been doing or years you've been doing, how long have you been doing the research on this? Uh, I think I've been doing it for a year. Willie actually has been, been at this for about two we've years. We've been at it for about a couple of years. So will it fly? So, so the numbers do close, and so that that you know anybody who's going to propose something like this, you really do need to do some homework ahead of time, and especially a couple engineers recommending a zoo, uh, <laughs> you, you probably need to need to have a little bit more than that. Yeah. And so um, we're very privileged to have uh, Auburn University last year their executive MBA program 
um, each year their their program picks up projects to do capstone projects for their for their executive MBA students to to work on. And so uh, we submitted uh, at the time the aquarium, but again the business plans are very similar uh, to to that uh, to the school. It was accepted and went through a series of, of acceptances and then was finally selected. And and again at the end of that, then the program the, the executive MBA students they divided into four teams and they did the market analysis research and in, in business plan development. And and again uh, the the beautiful thing about the plans is we when we came out of that again uh, again very talented uh, skilled uh, folks with that program uh, all four of their plans and again there are four independent teams every one of them matched and said that the that the business plan can close that that the the, the um, the attendance, the ticket prices, the the audience that you would, you would expect, in, you know, in terms of mothers and children and those types of folks, that this climate in this area is is perfectly suited for that. And so that was really really good news. And then when 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 I met Ethan and we started to bring together, he his team had also done a similar business plan, and it was amazing. The numbers were almost identical. Wow. It, so that kind of really, reinforces, you yes. know, maybe we're on the right track. I, I here. think it does. It gives us a great deal of confidence that that that, that it can work. And then when I talk to uh, other executive directors of other zoos and aquariums, uh, you know, they first they say Huntsville, and then they go do the research, and they come back, oh yeah, it'll work. Wow, this is great because we're that uh, that hidden gem that oh, yeah. now is kind of you know they've, they've taken us out of the bag. Now everybody knows about us. <laughs> the, the the words out. All right, well one more, and we'll tell you how to get involved if you wish as well, because you'll want to follow this for sure. Um, Ethan and Willie uh, from the uh, North Alabama Zoological Society. You didn't know there was one, did you? You do now. Converting your warped view into something more realistic. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Apple and Tesla's stock splits become effective after the Wall Street closed today. Apple stockholders will now own four shares for every one, and Tesla is splitting five for one. The split will make the stocks more affordable. Investors have embraced the announcements, and the stocks have been rallying this week. The U.S. is buying 150 million COVID-19 tests from Abbott Laboratories. The company revealed details of the fast, inexpensive test yesterday. Abbott plans to ship tens of millions of the tests in September. The test is administered by a healthcare professional. Moderna is in talks with Japan's government to potentially supply 40 million or more doses of its coronavirus vaccine. Under terms of the agreement, if it's approved, it would be supplied in the first half of next year. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda, invested in you. Can Donald Trump really beat Joe Biden? Now, Blitz, a new bestseller by David Horowitz, reveals President Trump's real game plan. Blitz even predicts Trump will win in a landslide. Mark Levin calls Blitz the indispensable book of the 2020 election. It's already a New York Times bestseller. Get Blitz or check out the free offer and save $28. Just go online to Blitz411.com or call 800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX. Get Blitz today. 
No wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems. Just what you'd want for a Friday morning. And right now, it looks like a smooth ride in. You definitely want to be careful. I'll put you some extra room in there because things can change quickly. Snelling Medical needs experienced medical assistance and receptionist. Huntsville.snelling.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. You pledged your life to serve, to make our country stronger, safer, more free, more equal. You worked tirelessly, made sacrifices, missed first steps and birthdays, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the setbacks endured. We see lessons applied and passion driving you upward and forward. We don't see all the masks you wear, but we hope you can set some aside. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your past, your fears, or your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see hope, a path forward, a future. We see all veterans. We see you. An opportunity to help you achieve a new mission, whatever that may be. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Whiskey River, take my mind. Don't let a memory torture me. Whiskey River, don't run dry. Ethan Woodruff is Executive Director, Willie Nelson, Research Director, North Alabama Zoological Society. Uh, we are talking about uh, a zoo and aquarium. Wow. By the way, I want to mention uh, we got weather uh, to talk about, and it's going to be kind of a factor later today. Uh, into the wee hours tomorrow is when it will finally be out of the state. For rebates or special financing options and a new Linux home comfort system, Call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825. You can also visit online, InsideWeatherGuy.com. Terms and conditions apply, Alabama uh, certification number 83073. Um, from the uh, National Weather Service office, uh, about a little after 5 this morning, they're talking about a couple of things you should be aware of. Saturated ground, trees could come down, damaging winds, and I'm drawn to this um, quick, efficient rainfall rates. I don't know that I've ever heard it read that way, but that's it. Uh, wind gusts and the possibility of some small tornadoes as this uh, remnants of Laura uh, work, work their way through. Okay, guys, so here's the big question. How much and where? <laughs> if, if, if we're going to get this thing, it's going to take money, it's going to take sponsors, it's going to take some heavy lifting, yep, right? Absolutely. How much to get this thing off the ground? And then where do you put it? So... Uh, you know, there's a big number, and uh, as we've talked to zoo professionals, uh, they all get together at their annual, annual conference, and they discuss, hey, how much would it cost for you to rebuild your zoo? And so, you know, this really hasn't been done in more than 20 years to build a zoo from scratch. And so the, the actual number, we don't 
quite know. But we're estimating it could be upwards to $140 million to build the complete zoo. Now, that's a big bite. Mm-hmm. You know, So we're going to take smaller chunks at it, and we'll start with a smaller phase. I talked about the different the three uh, exhibits that we'll have in phase one, and we're estimating about $30 million for phase one. And so once we get phase one in, then we can start working on other exhibits and pulling it in and working it in that fashion. Um, the Actually, the research center or the research campus, uh, that's going to be at a, a a different site. We only need about 30 acres, 30, 40 acres for that. Right. And uh, uh, we'll be working at different funding methods, uh, grants, uh, and also sponsorships from corporate and also other institutions, uh, research institutions. Um, on the zoo side, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fundraising. Um, and uh, we're also, we can name pretty much anything at the zoo. So, <laughs> so, so it comes with a, a, a good size uh um, check. Uh, we'll we'll put their name on it. Um, so but, what's the reception been? I mean, from from officialdom, where you know, because the, they've told you that they're going to take a lot of money, and we don't know if we can help you. So right? so they're very excited, and um, but they've also said it has to be self sustaining. And again, it comes back to that those business plans that we've been you know with Auburn and then all ourselves we put together and 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 stuff. And so it has to be self sustaining, and that's what we're we're going to be able to do. So if people want to go take a look. Yes. Uh, they can look. They can get involved. They can yep, they can please. volunteer. Absolutely. You're still building an, uh, I guess, an adv- advisory committees and all that kind of thing. I mean, yep. you, more and more buy-in from various levels. How do they fi- How do they find out uh, where they they can actually go look at some of the plan? Uh, a little bit. And uh, I mean, we'll. And if there's other people that want to meet with us, we've all you know, like, we've been doing lots of meetings, and so we're glad to do that. And you still have day jobs. Uh, always, yes. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Our wives wouldn't let us not, not get that up. Yet. Yeah. But uh, so, so, so this right now is a hobby. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's more than a hobby. It's, it's more than a hobby. Yeah, it's, it's another job. Just hobby on steroids. It. It's, my second, it's my second full-time job. Exactly. So, so this is what are we looking at? What would your plan be to have doors open where people are actually, you know, dragging their parents through? What are we looking at? Well, the aggressive plan would be in three years. Wow. Um, to have for the, phase for one the full zoom. Uh, for phase one, yeah, um, not the full. Excuse zoom. me, for the phase one zoom. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, if people want to be involved, uh, we're actually starting our annual fundraising campaign, which this will be the first annual, but uh, we're starting that in September, and they can see that at our website, which is www.nalzs.org. Dot org. Dot org. You're a dot org. Yeah. Willie, uh, Ethan, uh, much you. success. This is exciting. Keep us updated. By the way, I'm out next week. I'm involved in a major electrical and plumbing project. I hope they're good at it. So I'm out Monday, hopefully back Wednesday. It's so. not all rocket science. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Would you drop your kids off at the pool without a trained lifeguard to watch over them? Before you drop them off for practice, ask your child's coach if they have completed their mandated coach safely training. That's right. The state of Alabama requires that all coaches of kids 14 and under complete an online training course to help them recognize and prevent sports injuries. Ask your child's coach if they are coach safely certified and tell other parents to do the same. For more information, go to coachsafely.org. Sponsored by the Coach Safely Foundation, Alabama Recreation and Parks Association, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. 
We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Huntsville.